Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All righty, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Weeb Weekly. I am joined by my two other amazing co-hosts, Mizu and my boy Travis. How are you guys doing today? Doing fantastic. Always great to see you guys. How about you, Mizu? I am doing absolutely wonderful. Thrilling right now. And that is a fitting word. That is a fitting word. We are right in the middle of October, and there are a lot of projects coming along that have us enthralled all over the place, uh, whether it be live action, animated, or in our case, really, really big anime coming out here in October, and we're going to talk about it all today. But first off, I wanted to let you know that football is back. Uh, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your football betting needs this season. Uh, you'll find the latest odds, matchup, info, player news, and game trends. So, as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. So head over to betonline.ag to join in and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure that you use our promo BELIEVE, a.k.a. B-L-E-A-V. Bet online, that is where the game starts. And speaking of that, we are about to start with the biggest anime of October. I would say, at least ratings-wise, because obviously Bleach is a thing, but ratings-wise, the one that is at the top is, of course, Chainsaw Man. We got our first episode. How are we feeling about the project so far, guys? Ooh, I'm, I like it a lot. I like what they're doing. Um, I think uh, the Ufotable, which is the studio that is doing this, they're killing it. Uh, however, I didn't expect for there to be this much CGI. But despite that, I think this is going to be easily one of the best anime of the year. And I'm so excited to see what else they do. I know Misu yeah. liked it. I know Misu liked it. <laughs> y'all not ready. Oh, man, y'all not ready for what's going to be happening. Uh, I said I've been a big fan of Chainsaw Man for a while now. It's actually the, and funny enough, it's the fourth manga I've read on Shonen Jump. The first being Spy Family, still love that one. Um, but yeah, but everything that happens is freaking wild, and the anime did not disappoint. I definitely agree with Travis. There was a lot more CGI than I expected, but still, it didn't it didn't hinder anything for me for right now so far so um overall freaking amazing uh i i love the main character i love the main character dingy um he is fantastic and i think a lot of people will grow to like him because he's very different as in especially when it comes to his um motivations and ambitions we're so used to other main characters like naruto luffy all of them wanted to be something greater than themselves and trying to achieve a position that seems unachievable. And here comes my man, Denji, not wanting none of that. He wants the basics. Like, hey, you know what? You know what I want? I want food, a roof over my head. You know, I've never seen a movie before. I want to go <laughs> watch a movie. Like, like, what? And at first, it threw me off. I'm like, huh? That's all you want? But then again, I'm just like, we take those things for granted. And he shows us how much we take the small things in life for granted. So love it. Very amazing episode. Already out the gate dark. Already out the gate dark. 
my man selling his body, everything. Golly, literally, like, gosh, but it's amazing. But y'all not ready. This is the beginning. There's so much that's going to happen going forward. I agree. I agree. I've been so this is a one of the uh, this is one of the first physical manga that I have actually gotten over the like since I was like 12 years old. Like I, I, I literally spent like 12 years without getting a single piece of, uh, of manga actually bought. And now I'm addicted to collecting it because of Chainsaw Man. I have been excited to see this come to life. People were, um, a little bit concerned because MAPA was, 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 was taking over as, as, uh, as the, uh, the designers when it comes to, uh, the animation. And, uh, some people said it wasn't going to be as violent as the manga or whatever. It is definitely up there. Okay. Uh, this first episode lets you know from the jump. So, a uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the episode, uh, essentially our boy, uh, has to pay a, uh, crippling debt to the Yakuza, which is inherited from his father. Uh, and, and, and essentially he lives in a world where devils exist, right? So they can either be killed in hell and then they reappear on, on, on earth. And then once they are killed on earth, they go back to hell. And it's a never ending cycle where people have to basically just live with devils on a day to day basis. His job is obviously, since he has a devil as a pet, which is called Pochita, the most cute, well, second cutest, uh, anime character right now, because obviously... Uh, we also have Spy Family, which is, uh, I, I, I digress, I digress. Anya, uh, Anya is, is the queen right now, but Pochita is definitely up there. Essentially, this little devil uh, basically makes a deal with our boy, and essentially, he can use Pochita to hunt devils down. Everything goes awry because you're dealing with the Yakuza, and then bing, bang, boom, our little boy, Pochita, sacrifices himself to give our boy chainsaw devil powers um what did you guys think about the first devil the zombie devil which we saw um take hold of everybody in the tri-state area and try to take denji out the first try bro was whack whack <laughs> the one of the I'm <laughs> no i'm saying as in terms of devils and especially what we're going to see forward he is the wackest devil i've seen ever I mean, granted, oh. I'm not gonna lie. There's a there could have been a more interesting premise with his um devil. What you could do, I mean, if it was in a different hands. But yeah. the zombie devil, he just seemed very scary, Larry. Especially when um he was talking all that smack originally. He's like, oh yeah, these freaking yakuza. I love that line. He said, these freaking yakuza, dumb as hell. They asked for mm -hmm. power and they made a deal with me, the zombie, and I had to turn you into zombies to give you that power. So now, therefore, you belong to me. So <laughs> like dummies. And but as soon as um Denji turned to the chainsaw devil, man was fearing for his life. Oh yeah, no, like I I'll say this, even though I don't know what is going to come with these devils in 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 the future, the zombie devil terrified me because <laughs> the zombie devil I've never seen, or at least it's been a very long time uh, since I've seen a protagonist get killed in the first episode. True, yeah, very true. And seeing him just get repeatedly stabbed, cut up, thrown away, I stared at my screen like, "This is really, he's dead. Like this is this is it. Like there's." I was terrified immediately of the zombie devil. That fight was incredible too. Um, seeing Denji like completely cut him in half, that was wild. But yeah, no, I I think that uh, the zombie devil was really terrifying. 
Dude, the way he, but you were right. The way he was stabbing him and the way you heard him scream, I was like, the man got stabbed more than Julius Caesar. <laughs> for sure. Julius for sure. Caesar was sitting here like, damn, you good? Like, <laughs> the way he did that, it was wild. And he just, and it kept going. And I was like, dude, he's, he's dead. Stop. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they did not carry, which also showed, though, you know, the brutality of also, you know, the Yakuza. Even, even before even before the zombie show, the, the, the old man Yakuza dude was even saying, that, so yeah, your dad, you know, punked out and killed himself, so you had to pay for his debt, and if you don't do that, we're going to cut you cut you to bits and say to the highest better. I'm like, damn! Yeah, and, and you know, that being said, I think Denji is easily the protagonist with the hardest life in all of anime. I don't think we've ever seen a protagonist really? have to sell, sell their testicle, sell their eye, and they're still sw- uh, drowning in debt. They're, uh, the reason why Denji even wants food and just shelter is because he's never known that in his whole life. His idea of heaven is having bread with jam on it because he doesn't know what flavor is. He's only had like plain bread. I I mean like guts is definitely up there, but I, I just don't I I don't know of a protagonist that had it harder than Denji. I hey listen, I do agree. And 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 the fact that uh, there's so much more to his character that we're gonna learn about once he starts meeting the other uh the other people in the uh uh public safety division. Um at, at, which we already got a tease for because that 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 intro that OP is so so good. It is so so good. Film lovers, yes, film lovers were absolutely going crazy, including myself. There were so many references to different shows, anime, and movies, especially that this thing looked like it. It it it, it has the makings of a really solid like cult classic anime. Obviously, people are gonna have to get over like the mix of two D and three D animation. Um, but I think it looks pretty good. I think it, it it balances that like film style quality because if you if you think about it, like whenever for example we were looking at the shed, the outside, the uh, the landscapes and stuff like that, it looked like you were watching through a moving film. But essentially, there is a lot of uh, of different moments where the the quality of the animation uh, for two D kind of blends in with the three D animation. Which is absolutely nuts because it that th- that that cohesion and that synergy is not usually uh, landed super well. But Mappa obviously put enough uh, into it that they can definitely like pull it off. And I think I think it looks just as good as uh, about anything else we've we've seen uh, over the past couple of months. Don't you agree, Mizu? I definitely agree because especially that scene where um, the accuser dude calls him up and he's in that car ride and they're driving. And we see um, the landscape, the cityscape, and then going, we see a little bit of the um, the park or the forest. It looks so good. I was sitting here like, dang, this actually looks pretty cool. The 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 mix, like you said, of both 2D and 3D animation looked amazing. Couldn't take that away. Um, but one thing I also wanted to bring up um, with you, Jose, so you've read the manga. I am in volume uh, 11, I think. Or okay. 10, 11, and- yes, close to. Travis, you never read the manga. You have no idea what you're just, you're in the dark. Pretty much, yeah. So <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Jose, how does it feel to be in the know now a little bit compared to Attack uh, on Titan? Uh, 
<laughs> but the, the thing is that like i haven't gotten to the point where everybody's saying like oh get ready you get your heart broken because i had like the big reveals uh, haven't happened yeah. like yet or like the, the reveal that i know is gonna happen uh hasn't happened yet but uh fr from like okay so the easiest way that i can think that, that i can say this without any major spoilers is keep the same energy that you kept for game of thrones that's all that's all i'm gonna say keep that same energy that you kept for game of thrones for all my um anime watchers out there it's kind of like like this, the same energy as akami got killed so uh oh no <laughs> yeah so don't get attached don't get attached don't don't get attached please it's <laughs> please i learned and you know what funny funny enough i've seen anime like akami get killed. i've seen all i've seen anime where a lot of characters die but man, that threw me for a loop in um, the manga. And that's going to throw a lot of people for a loop when you watch it. And it's, in story-wise, it's poetic. But at the same time, like, damn good writing. It's a surprise of good writing. But um, anyway, I'm gonna, that's all I'm going to say. Just keep your head on the swivel. Great. And, 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 you know, I completely believe you. Because if we're seeing Denji die within the first few minutes, I can only... I, they already set the standard with me that anyone could go at any time. For real. It is, it, it, it's definitely one of those moments where like, the, the thing is, you also never know. You also never know for sure because like, they could, they could, they could have a, a deal with a devil. Like, so basically, I think we, we got yes. pretty much what, uh, what what that was just like a little inkling that from, from that first episode, but essentially you as a, as a human can make a deals with, with, with devils to, borrow bits of their power obviously for a price the more you borrow the higher the price you pay so uh, in the case of uh i'll let the anime explain everything that we're going to learn from, from denji but it's kind of different when it comes to denji because like they're they're basically like it's it, think about a, a, a potara earring fusion <laughs> from the, <laughs> be, between a devil and a human and that's like not not you it's not usually what happens like that, that that's that's not usually the relationship that happens so that style of relationship is going to have huge repercussions in how uh, other devils look at denji and other humans look at denji because he's an anomaly for for, for all intents and purposes and i think uh I, I i think overall it was a great way to start uh st start the show it, it kept people uh hooked at the end because obviously the uh, lady makima showed up finally uh and and and, and told him look you either work for us or we just kill you as you oh, are yeah. because you are a you are a devil so uh if you were to give it a rating out of 10 what would you give this episode for me i would definitely give it a i'll give it a nine out of ten the only reason I'm giving it a nine out of ten is because I definitely wanted to see more, and plus they left out the prologue, which was interesting, because you know there's a prologue mm -hmm. in the manga. There's a prologue of what happens before that, before we meet Denji, and they cut that part out, which was interesting. So, um, because we there, it explains the big antagonist we're going to be seeing in the future. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, and I also want to give a little bit about the um. I love how like yeah, we're gonna see more of the power system, and it kind of low key reminded me of Jujutsu Kaisen in the sense of like you know curses they exist off of people's emotions and fears. So if you have a fear of lava, there's gonna be a curse that is based off of lava, and 
Chainsaw Man kind of follows a similar way of that. Like, oh, if you have a fear of sharks, there's a shark devil. If you have a fear of um, drowning, there's like a water-based devil and things like that. And there's devils for all kinds. And yeah, like um, Jose said, yeah, you, your deals are, it, it all depends on your deals and stuff like that, which is, which is one of the reasons why I love this power system. It's very unique and very, it stands out. And it, it really goes to show that unlike some power systems, there's a price at the end of it. But for me overall, back to scoring, um, nine out of 10. Nice. Uh, I would, I would give it an eight out of 10. I think I'm not a big fan of CGI in general. And if I'm not bracing for it, CGI has even a more big negative impact on me. So uh, I was really, I love the story. It was beautifully paced. I didn't know where it was going. It was dark. It was interesting. Uh, but that CGI was a little off-putting, especially the the amount of CGI there was. I didn't think Denji in his Chainsaw Man form was going to be that CGI. I didn't mm-hmm. think that there was going to be so much blood that was CGI. So that being said, uh, eight but it's still an amazing, it still is amazing. Can't wait to see the rest of it. I I would agree that uh, having a lot of CGI kind of lends itself to people being like, ah, I don't know how I feel about this, especially about all of the, uh, all of those uh, uh, scenarios that we've seen with Attack on Titan, especially where like the battles like just go full CGI mm-hmm. and people are like, this is not exactly what I was expecting. I wanted a little bit more uh, 2D action, which is totally fine. I would say, um, I would say eight, five, eight, five or nine. I'm teetering more on the nine because I, I love this story and I have like a, a specific connection with the, the manga itself now, but uh, in in terms of an uh, of an episode that is supposed to set the course for the entire universe and tell you what the devils are, how their relationship to humans work, uh, who is Denji, uh, and why is he so important? It had that era of mystery that I think makes a lot of sense to set up the future of the of the show. Well, I I I do I I do think I I agree with you Travis on that on that uh scene where where you have his first initial transformation into Chainsaw Man uh, it, it it was a little bit wonky uh especially like the the moment where like you see him like just roaring and stuff it felt like very like blocky ad- animation and I was like okay I get what you're trying to go for uh cuz at least the the manga for this I, and and I and I noticed this like comparing it to other uh, manga that I'm that I'm reading right now, like the the accentuation of like the the action lines is way like it's 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 really unique to Chainsaw Man in terms of like the the, the way that they they portray like action and movement is is, is really uh, interesting at least in, in in my opinion. So seeing that kind of represented through 3D animation was not like the, it, it it just it was just different. It was just different. It's not that it was bad. It's just that it's different. So you're going to have to get used to that if you're looking to make this, you know, your 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 anime of the season or or, or, or whatnot. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts on Chainsaw Man itself? Something you're looking forward to seeing or or, or something you want from the show, like without any like major, major spoilers? Uh, there's something I'm scared of seeing because okay. there, was a, there was a point in time where I did read a good chunk of Chainsaw Man, but I totally forgot what happened. So I just feel like I'm back at square zero. But one of the few things that I do remember is a disgusting scene where oh, there's a God. bodily fluid. Mm-hmm. Oh no. And I'm and I'm not gonna say what that scene is. Oh no. But um, you know, to see that with detail, <laughs> uh it's 
in motion, I'm not looking forward to that one. Honestly, it's so funny that you said that because someone I was on TikTok the other day, and then someone brought that up, saying, "Oh yeah, we got the Chainsaw Man anime. That's cool and all, but y'all know what that means, right?" <laughs> dramatically and he said uh-huh. and I'm sitting here like what the hell is he talking about that means we're gonna see and he was behind, he had the scene behind him but he his head was covering these like yeah this part right here is gonna happen and i was like oh no he's right oh no <laughs> but, hey, yeah food that, is food food is food oh god oh. but yeah that i'll say yeah i'm not looking forward to that um <laughs> uh I'm just waiting to see all the other characters. And of course we got to see, you know, the character that everybody simps for. Um Aki. Uh, <laughs> Makima. And oh, I mean I thought, I thought you were gonna say Aki because people were simping over Aki. Like the edits were just crazy just with the OP. Oh yeah, true. I was talking about uh, Makima though, the redheaded oh, yeah. oh. the redheaded woman. I'm a simp. And I mean, say what y'all want, but I mean, I here's the thing. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I 100, especially the way she was looking at Denji when he was like talking about food, like, oh yeah, like we, I usually get coffee, this and third. Does that sound good? I'm like, all right. But hey, to each their own. That's all I'm going to say. I, 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 I think it's definitely going to, uh, I think it's definitely going to freak some people out, but it, I, I feel like it lands perfectly with the themes and, and the, uh, the storytelling elements of, of the show. So, uh, I'm I'm excited for that. Um, uh, Travis, what have you been watching outside of Chainsaw Man? Oh man, loop? there's been a few anime that have come out that definitely have me in a loop. Uh, I would say one of the biggest that it's on the top of the list. It's Blue Lock. Mm-hmm. Blue Lock is a breath of fresh air, and it gives me vibes of assassination classroom it gives me vibes of haiku a little bit of hajime no ipo it's just this really interesting fusion and the reason it gives me vibes of all of these things is because for anyone who doesn't know blue lock is a soccer anime and it's about the japanese government trying to find the world's next best striker from a, a group of about 300 high school students i believe so they're going they take them all to this facility that is called blue lock and they have to go through all of these different trials in order to try to be on the, the japanese uh soccer team the the catch to all of this is that whoever fails at at the blue lock facility can never play for japan in their life this is it Oof. so it's high stakes high reward that being said one of the things that makes this super refreshing is that it's way more than just these people being talented in soccer. They have to change their personalities. And one of the biggest things that they focus on is ego. They take a whole bunch in the beginning, they take a whole bunch of quotes from all of these different soccer players like Pele uh, and others. Um, show, um, yeah, Messi. Ronaldo. Showing how egotistical they are and saying, see, this is what you need to be. And the very first thing that they do is trying to make these people, the mo- these kids, the most egotistical uh, players out there. And they, they try to make them rethink soccer to not be uh, not being about it being a team sport, but just uh, them being able to be the best player out there. So seeing this transformation and uh, 
in these characters and just the great animation. It's just exciting, enticing. I am so hyped for it. I definitely agree with you, Travis. Um, I heard about it a couple of days ago and I decided to give it a watch. And I was actually uploading two reaction videos. I did a reaction video of it, but you know, YouTube's being YouTube. But um it it astounded me. And yeah, everything you said is on the money. It reminded me, yeah, of Haiku. I'll even add in Squid Game in that because of the elimination <laughs> process. Squid Game, because, yeah. Yeah, it's 300 of them. But the crazy thing is they're all there, that number's just not random. Like that number is specific. That's where you rank out of all right. these players. So the our main character, he's 2099, as in he's really dead ass almost garbage besides the other person who's 300 so um and basically the more you work at it and the more people who, who get um eliminated the higher you go up but then again like i said people get eliminated so just because people get eliminated doesn't mean it makes you go up that means you can still be at the new bottom as the store as the you know process goes and stuff like that and yeah that part would ego threw me off because mm -hmm. i was like you know haiku and um other sports anime have been mostly about teamwork, teamwork, everybody working together and all that stuff. And then here comes this anime. It's just like, nah, screw all that. There's like, like there is an I in team in this one. <laughs> <laughs> just me by myself. So, and then it really hit me hard when they brought up all actual real soccer players. And it was like, oh yeah, Pele, he said this. I'm <laughs> freaking messy, said this. Cristiano Ronaldo said this. I was like, damn, I definitely, I'm surprised. I'm not gonna lie, Jose, you need to watch this. You no, will like it's, it's, it's on my list. I didn't know it was coming out now, but as soon as I'm done with the episode, I'm gonna watch that because I'm, I'm catching up on that MHA and Spy Family as soon as we're done. But yes, anything that has to do with football, I'm gonna be watching it and giving a review. Dude, so, it's, dog. Like, it's freaking, like, I was surprised. I was blown away because I, I'm trying to get into sports anime. I only seen two. I only seen I only seen Haikyuu and then Hajime Ippo. That was the only two I've seen. Oh no, actually no bad. My bad. Slam Dunk as well. But yeah, I never Slam really Dunk is the other one that that's for basketball, right? Yep. That's the one of the OG sports anime. Yeah. Um but yeah, those are the only ones I've seen and then here comes Blue Lock and wow. Yeah, the first episode is a straight banger and then the second episode even more amazing. <laughs> um but yeah, it really shows the like they said the ego and it shows like the competitiveness of these characters. And it makes me a part of me. It's just like, I'm in this weird bubble right now. Cause part of me is like, yo, morally this is messed up. Like, come on guys, let's not do this. But at the same time, a part of me is just like square up competition though. What the, the, competition? the energy, the, the back and forth. <laughs> oh yeah. This is, I, I, I don't want to like it, but I must, I, I have to, I can't help it. But yeah, uh, yeah, everything Travis says, it's freaking amazing. I'm so happy that I gave into what people were saying with this one and watched it. Blew me away. I, I'm I'm excited to watch it. I, I, I Listen, I love anything sports. And if you're adding me and you're adding something that has the quality and the potential to be as crazy as like Haikyuu was, because there's a lot of people that love Haikyuu. And I have a couple of friends that uh, played volleyball and they said that the thing that got them into anime was watching Haikyuu and be like, okay, this is awesome. You don't think as you don't think and talk in your head as much between each point, but you definitely enjoy the entire the entire thing because it does show uh, the intricacies of every game, right? So that's something that I'm definitely uh, going to, to 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 look for. But speaking about that, guys, 
uh, at least from 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 what you uh, from what Travis and you were saying, uh, every everything in, in Blue Lock is about change, right? And every, all of us wanna want wanna improve ourselves, prove that we 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 are able to do our best. And one of the things that I've seen that helps a lot of people try to do their best is learning from the best, like people do in masterclass. Have you guys uh, seen any new masterclasses that you guys think uh, you know are you guys are interested in taking or or that caught your eye? Absolutely. I've been, y'all know me. I love watching anime and a lot of these stories. And I, I'm in the process of trying to write myself. And, you know, writing to me has been hard. I have the ideas in my head, but I can never really put it down on the paper. So I've been watching a master class with um, Walter Mosley. And he does a lot of like, you know, noir, a lot of, you say, um, police novels, like investigations, mysteries, and stuff like that. And it's really interesting, especially for me, because I'm not a big, huge, like, mystery kind of guy. And um, But he makes it very interesting in how he writes it. And you can even use elements of that into different types of storytelling. So I'm definitely loving his class. Oh, Love very nice. How about you, Travis? Oh, yeah, you know, and it's similar with Me Too. I, I'm someone, and I don't know if I've shared this with you guys, but... I'm someone who's really into short stories. I think that the art of short stories is uh, something that is really underrated and underappreciated for you to tell a story in a very short amount of time that is uh, cohesive and concise, uh, that, that covers a lot of points. It's a skill, it's a, it's a craft. And the person that I'm looking at is actually Joyce Carol Oates and she does specifically short stories. So I'm very excited to just sharpen my skills with that. That sounds so cool. I, th I mean, at least for me, uh, well, you guys know I, I love sports and the NBA season is starting in two days. So like, as soon as I saw that like Steph Curry has one, I was looking through and I had to go in as like, cause how, how can you learn about something if not learning from the best? And I think as Steph Curry, at, at least to me, is the best shooter that the NBA has ever seen. But just in case you don't know what we're talking about, a masterclass is is basically a set of classes accessible through your phone, web, or, or smart TV where you're taught a wide variety of topics, but are they're all taught by world-class instructors at the top of that specific field. So all the people that we mentioned uh, have a masterclass there for that specific topic, and there's tons there ready for you. Hundreds of video lessons from over 150 of today's most brilliant minds. And I highly recommend that you check it out, right? So you can get unlimited access to every class. And as a listener of this beautiful program, the Weeb Weekly, you get 15% off an annual membership. All you have to do is go down to masterclass.com slash weeb right now. That is masterclass.com slash weeb for 15% off of Masterclass. Let us know if you guys end up taking one and which one it was in the comments of our videos or our podcast. With that being said, there's another uh, couple animes that are doing a little bit of a... Well, there's there's one that's doing a big comeback uh, and then uh, a, a couple more that are coming back in season. So um, how are you guys feeling about Bleach? See, here's the thing. People always slept on Bleach. When it comes to the big three, every time we have the conversation about the big three, and by, mind you, just for those who are still in confusion, the big three are One Piece, Bleach, and Naruto. This is not a debate. This is not something you can switch back and forth with. This is an official thing, and they are the three. But people have like downplayed Bleach so much that some people even skip it out. Like, oh, I will replace Bleach with Dragon Ball or 
something yeah. else. And I, I hear all kinds of things. Every time people switch out of anime, it tends to be Bleach, which is wild to me because even there got people who argue that, oh, I don't even get why Bleach is even in the big three. It's, it doesn't pull numbers like One Piece did. It doesn't have the same cultural impact as Naruto did for a lot of people. And the part that's funny with that is that um, there's a new thing. It'd be unofficial. It's unofficial called the Dark Trio right now. And these are three um, series that have gained a lot of popularity on Shonen Jump for the fact that um, one, it's on Shonen Jump, and two, their stories are very dark. That being, as we mentioned earlier, Chainsaw Man. The second being Jujutsu Kaisen. And another one I have not heard much about myself is um, Death's Paradise. Okay. And um, those three are considered to be called the Dark Trio. And funny enough, all three of those, their mangakas, their creators all point to Bleach as their inspiration Oof. for what they do. So I'm just like, huh? So in my, in a, in a way, who's kind of got the last laugh right now? <laughs> and now Bleach has officially returned again with um, the Thousand Year War Blood War arc. And it's already amazing. That The new animation looks amazing. I can't wait to see... I can't even, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, there's some, there's some big moments about to happen in this arc particularly. It's one of my favorite arcs. My two favorite arcs in Bleach is the first Soul Society arc when they were getting on Rukia, when they were rescuing Rukia, and then this one. Because they have to basically beat anime Jesus. Jesus is pretty <laughs> much, Jesus is an antagonist in this. I mean, he's pretty much an allegory for Jesus, but that's just my opinion. And, but uh, yeah. I think you nailed it right on the head. And the thing that really stuck out to me, at least from that first episode, was the movie level anime animation quality. Like it, it, it looked like it, it was, it was a it, obviously the the character designs haven't like changed much since the last time we saw them. But the the crispiness, the lighting, the shadows, everything looked pristine, as, worthy of this ten year hiatus and coming back. Uh, uh, Travis, have, do you have any expectations that you'd like to see from? From the thousand year blood war arc listen absolutely firstly i just want to say this was the anime that i was the most excited to talk about on the podcast because what mitsu was saying it is one of the most if not the most slept on out of the big three but that's not its fault it's not because of its content it's not because people didn't connect with the characters or the transformations it's because of the rollout both naruto and one piece both had shots at either being aired on Cartoon Network or being Saturday morning cartoons. One Piece was on the four kids block and Naruto, as we all know, that was a huge staple of Cartoon Network. But Bleach was put on Adult Swim for its entire runtime on TV. That completely narrowed down the kind of audience that it had and it prevented kids from growing up with it the way that we grew up with Naruto and One Piece. That being said, I am so thrilled that it came back in the way that it came back. With this kind of animation, with this kind of pacing, it is perfection. I have not seen a first episode this good in years. Uh, it's my favorite and most anticipated uh, anime for possibly anime of the year. I definitely think that uh, for, for it to come back and not be not lose anyone in in it coming back being that you don't have to be fully caught up on bleach to watch the thousand year blood work and enjoy it 
I am not fully caught up on Bleach. I saw this first episode and I am 100% all in. I followed everything. I mean, the Bankai was a little confusing. I was like, oh, that's what this is now? Cool. But besides that, this is the greatest way to get a new generation onto one of the greatest anime to ever be uh to ever be created so to your question jose i definitely think that uh my expectations for this is that it's going to be the best anime that's come out it's going to be getting all of the praise and adulation that it's missed out on for the last two decades and i'm here for it especially um the fact that i'll even say that i definitely like the character designs more in bleach out of the big three they stand out. They have, and here's the thing, they have the best drip out of the big three. Everybody <laughs> be talking about like, oh, who's who's the best group? The Akatsuki. I mean, yeah, the Akatsuki are cool. They got an uh, iconic look, sure, but they don't have real style. Like the Espada, the Espada and their their outfits. And I love how the creator of it, he um, was just like, oh yeah, I was inspired by different cultures around the world. So the Espada, they have a... Um, um, a Spanish aesthetic to them. Like they all have different Spanish names. When they arrive, they have a specific like song that everybody knows that comes on. So you hear just like, oh, that's the Espada. And then we're going to see that with this current group, they're going to be fighting um, the Quincy. And he said that they're based off a of German culture. They have German names, they have German aesthetic and things like that. So it is going to be awesome. And they, they, he killed it. Plus, one of the cool things about him is that the creator originally wanted to be a fashion designer, but um, he never really got into it. So he just drew stuff and he put all his design choices in his anime um, and, and um, in manga Bleach. And it's cool. I like how he did that. And he also got some um, points from my man, um, the creator of, of Jojo, um, Jojo's Dark Adventure. Who was that, um, Travis? The creator of Jojo, Hirohiko Araki. Yes, sir. <laughs> but yeah, amazing. Can't wait to see them on the come up. I love that. I love that. I'm 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 excited. When I think the next episode comes out to, tomorrow, right? It's every week. It's on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Bet. I think so. Awesome. Yeah, because the first one came out on the 11th, so I I mean it makes sense to drop it tomorrow because it's seven days after. But uh, I, we will double check on that and let you know. But uh, with that said, I'm pretty sure some of you wanted to talk about Spy Family because it is also back. And that is, I mean, it has the cutest cast in, 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 in anime right now. I, I think we can all agree. This, this family relationship is slowly starting to evolve um, and, and I'm loving every second of it. How are you guys feeling about the new episodes that have come out? Love it, love it, love it, love it. It's another one of those, um, the part I have to also remind myself with Spy Family is that it definitely gives you that slice of life feel, but then you got to remember that there's other stuff going on in it. And you're just like, oh, someone just died. Like literally, I, like, I forgot. Maybe my, my wife were watching it the other day and she was like, did someone just get killed? I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that's 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 the part of Spy Family. It, it's a combination of everything. Slice of life, um, Shonen. Uh, it's, it's amazing. And these recent episodes have been very cute. And then um we also got a new addition to um the family as well so that's awesome i'm beyond excited i i so the the thing about a spy family for me is that like every single time 
that you think something is gonna go perfectly fine. Everything just goes to shit. Everything just goes to shit. Uh, this, uh, especially like so the one thing that really like uh, caught my eye was, uh, and, and you warned us about this, was Yuri's introduction. And, <laughs> yep. dog, I was like, this man is essentially just like he's he's a he's a he's a simp for the government, but he's also trying to like slowly uh 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 fall back in his in graces with his sister which he obviously loves and i'm like i don't know this seems like a game of thrones to me i don't know about, <laughs> i don't know about y'all but there's a, there seems to be a lot of fishiness over here i know he's um, in the wrong series yeah no not elegant not elegant at all if you catch my drift i i i'm 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 loving spy family and i can't wait to see more uh is there anything else you guys want to talk about anime wise Oh, I was just going to add in um, with, with Spy Family. It's also the little things. I like how they, even the little things can be at stake. Like, um, like oh, yeah, uh, Anya's little mission and trying to be friends with Damien so she can get close to him for the mission. Um, you know, <laughs> Lloyd trying to figure out things for the mission. Um, you're trying to be a good mom and all that stuff. So I love how there's different stakes of different kinds, from small stuff to big things going forward. So, yeah, Spy Family is going to be a treat and it just keeps getting better and better and things escalate i'll let y'all know things do escalate later on so and but at the end i just i just hope i just hope that the mangaka does not screw us and doesn't you know make the family separate and stuff like that because that's a lot of people have been asking like oh but the real question is are they going to have a happy ending and at first i was like yeah but then again i had to remind myself that this is a manga they don't go by western standards of storytelling <laughs> they can do anything they can literally do anything and i'm like oh no i don't know what they're gonna do would they would they not i don't i don't know now i'm worried about that now i totally feel that i totally feel that um i i okay when i when i think of when I, so this is a question that i wanted to ask you guys because i i wanted to get your opinions which anime right now do you guys think has the 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 capability of capturing the attention of everybody uh once it's like the sole main thing uh once we get the final ending to attack on titan because bleach. bleach you think Ble you think it's bleach okay I, I think it's bleach even when you look at my anime list bleach mm -hmm. is being ranked i think it's bleach being ranked higher than full metal alchemist brotherhood and full metal alchemist brotherhood is has been seen as number one for and look at Mitsu's face. Yeah, yeah. like it's, <laughs> it's like it dethroned Full Metal Alchemist, and there's now like a battle between Bleach and Full Metal Alchemist for that number one spot. So I definitely think when Attack on Titan's done, all it's just going to be all focused on Bleach, especially because of what's going on in the manga. I have a friend that read the whole thing. They're saying that it's going to get nuts. It it does. <sighs> as, as much as I don't, I'm not gonna lie. A part of me does not want it to be bleached a little bit because I, I just freaking love Spy Family a lot. I think it's one of those again. I think it's one of those anime where it speaks to everyone in different ways. Because there's some anime that you know, there's some people who aren't a fan of shonen. There are some people who aren't a fan of slice of life. And this anime and series as a whole combines both of those things so both so you got you literally got a slice of life and a show fans shaking hands in agreement just like hey you know what spy fan is pretty dope yeah and um i don't know 
But I, I can't disagree with Travis on that one, especially with the anime list, especially against Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Good Lord. <laughs> I think, yeah, it might be Bleach then. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I asked because everything that I've seen so far points to it being uh, between Demon Slayer and JJK. But I, 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 uh, I don't know. I kind of want... Th that's the thing that like I I don't I don't know if I want like a new one to take over or if I just want one of those to actually like fully full blast take over everything in the zeitgeist. I I mean we can't finish talking about anime without talking about MHA. MHA is going absolutely nuts. Uh, the the first I, I've watched the first two episodes of 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 season six. Uh, and it is absolutely bonkers. I I I don't think I've seen uh the the. I, I think so far, I don't I don't think I've ever seen the My Hero fandom like agree on this is so fucking good. Like we can <laughs> getting everybody on the My Hero Academia train together seems to be uh, very hard these days. So these first three episodes seem to be pretty doing pretty well. Look, here's the thing about that. I'm just so confused on don't get me wrong, I get the the wishy-washiness of the My Hero fandom. But I don't understand the hate for the actual series, though. There are people who actually like hate on it, mm -hmm. and a part of me does not get that. Mm -hmm. And I get it if you, it's not your cup of tea, that's fine. But there are people who actively hate on it. And then I remember last season and the season before that, people were like, "Oh yeah, this is amazing." But then when my hero disappears a little bit, and we're waiting for it to them for them to make more episodes and yeah. come back, everybody just starts doing this whole talking shit fest about my hero academia. Yeah. And then when it comes back, then everybody's like, "Oh man, it's great! It's great! It's great!" I'm like. What what is going on? Like, what are we doing? Is this is are y'all having some type of melancholy? Are y'all having some type of issues? Because the again, like I said, the the hate for my hero just just never made sense. And especially on TikTok or where you go, they're just like people who make it almost their personality traits to hate on it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, these last couple episodes have been killer. They even gave the my the dummy. The main stage, and what I mean by the dummy, I'm talking about Kaminari, <laughs> his electric golden ass, <laughs> and he had a little moment to shine and everything. And uh, yeah, I mean it's it's killing it. And here's the thing: the manga it gets crazier going forward, especially reveals and all that kind of stuff. And Deku and yeah, I've been sleeping on my man Deku. He's he's a whole different breed. So y'all better be prepared for that. He's got that thing on him. He's got that thing on him. He's always he's always ready. He's always ready, bro. I and, and the thing is that like I really liked that uh, that moment that Kaminari got because I think he gets overlooked as being one of like the best or or one of the more powerful uh, students in class one A, uh, and and getting that moment where he's just like, oh, this attack is supposed to incapacitate the entire fleet of heroes coming in for the paranormal liberation front. Uh, and then he just was like, you know what? I'm gonna soak it up like I'm a friggin' Tesla battery pack, okay? I'm a I'm a do this for for the entire <laughs> squad. Uh, and I absolutely loved it. But uh, yeah, is there any else anything else on the anime side you guys wanted to talk about news wise or anything you're excited to see uh, moving forward or something like that? Oh yes, two things actually. So yes. I did want to talk about uh, Gundam, the nice. Witch from Mercury. Gundam from The Witch from Mercury is looking incredible. Uh, when it first debuted, it came out with a prologue and the first episode. The prologue was absolutely spectacular. The parents of the protagonist, I instantly got sucked into it. 
the world. I think that Gundam in general has some of the best world building in anime because a lot of it is focused on government issues and and how the government reacts to uh, Gundams uh, from other countries and things like that. And this has a very interesting take on Gundams and it's a fresh new take. It also has a protagonist that is a woman and we haven't seen that in the Gundam franchise yet. So I'm really excited about where they're going with this. Uh, I love the prologue, love the first episode. I haven't seen the second episode, but definitely going to get to that one. And another thing I, I also wanted to quickly mention is that Studio Ghibli is making a park. Really? Yeah, they're making, they're making a park. And one thing about Hayao Miyazaki, who was the creator of Studio Ghibli, he always wanted his work to influence generations of children to go back into nature. There's a very strong message in yes. the, the majority of his work about how you need to appreciate nature, you need to be intrigued in it and respect it. Not because it will do something for you, but because it exists and it is its own thing. And throughout his life, he was actually quoted in saying he's never felt like he's accomplished anything through his work and that he's more, uh, been fueling the very thing that he's been against because uh, like for my neighbor Totoro there's been a lot of plushies that have been made mm -hmm. and he's been more fueling the industry rather than creating this kind of urge for children to go outside and be a part of nature so his second his his uh, newest attempt at doing that is this park so this park is being developed. It's going to have a bunch of recreations of buildings from the Studio Ghibli uh, movies, and you're not gonna be able to use your phone in it. So it's supposed to be trying to actually get people to enjoy nature and be out there. So it looks pretty, it looks pretty interesting. I'll send you guys some uh, pictures. That, that sounds so cool. Amazing, especially because me and my wife, we have been doing this little journey of watching um, a Studio Ghibli film every other day. And um, so far, her favorite mm -hmm. is How's Moving Castle. Mm -hmm. That's her favorite. Um, I'm on the fences between How's Moving Castle and Spirited Away. Spirited mm -hmm. Away was the best one I've seen. And to hear that they're making a park about those movies is amazing. And and you said nature. I instantly thought of Princess Momonoke. Momonoke. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, I can't wait to see that. Which can also be kind of frightening because some of the stuff in Princess Momonoke is kind of scary. But, um, or uh, a recent one I saw, um, The Sky Castle. The Sky Castle is amazing. I like the world building in that amazing world building. Um, I can't wait. That's That sounds awesome. I got to tell my wife that she's going to lose her mind. I love that. I absolutely love that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to look at that. Dude, there's also the, the, the freaking... Uh, the Super Mario World that's coming out, bro. That's gonna be so much money spent on parks, dog. I'm so excited. I want to play Mario Kart with my friends and just just go like, let's go on the on a fucking. Uh, I want it. 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 And oh, by the way, speaking about that, did you guys see the trailer for the Super Mario movie? Yes. So we gotta talk about that, bro. Oh my. Go go ahead, Mitsu. Go ahead. I'm not gonna lie to you. At first, when I heard about this, I was not excited. I was like, I don't know what on earth what abomination they're going to make with this. But after seeing that trailer, it really got me interested. At first, I was like, if people told me that Bowser is based um, is voiced by Jack Black, Bro, yes. I didn't even recognize him at first. I was like, yeah. huh, that's Jack Black? 
Uh-huh. Holy crap. And then um then we also got my man um Keegan Michael Key playing um Toad, which is also now I will say the only thing I regret with, I, I'm I'm still not I'm still not on board with Chris Pratt being Mario. <laughs> I, I, I'm not feeling okay. that when I heard Mario talk, because I was like, I was excited, and when I heard I saw Mario, I was like, oh, but when he opened his mouth, I was like, hey, losing me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about that, but overall it looks amazing. Um, art style, the detail, freaking wild. I actually want to see this movie now. Dude, I, I speaking about the cast, it is so stacked. If I just read off like whoever's in the because they showed it at the end where they were trying, bro, we got Charlie Day, Anya Taylor Joy, uh, Keegan Michael Key, and the one that I was most surprised with, dude, Kevin Michael Richardson is in this. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, he's play, he's, he's playing comic like one of the uh, I, Dios mío, puñeta, uh, the, the wizards for yes. Bowser. Oh, exactly. okay. Speaking of which, the wizards, like, first of all, the action Bro. also got me interested. When Bowser pulled up and he was blasting, I was like, oh, Bowser actually is serious. And even the mage, the mage, the wizard just flew all those Dude, penguins those away. penguins? Those penguins weren't, like, pulling any punches. They were like, join us or die. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, damn. And I'm okay. so interested in the humor now, too, because if, if that's the humor they're going to be doing, oh, yeah, I, it's it's looking about, it's literally tens across the board for me right now. It felt like Lord of the Rings, bro. It was crazy. It was cra- like <laughs> that that beginning scene. That beginning scene. I was like, bro, this is straight out of like B- Bowser just invading a castle right now, like just by himself. Yeah, and and I I think that's there's two things with that scene that I got from it that makes me really excited for it. It's because I'm glad that uh, Bowser's taken seriously. Mm-hmm. When he was stepping out of flame, just mm-hmm. flames, and you saw the fear of his army, like there was one Koopa like in his shell yeah. cowering. Yeah, I was like, yes, let's go. But another thing that uh, I'm really excited about is that we're going to, I think, finally get some lore around how these kingdoms operate. Mm-hmm. And even where the power stars might play into these kingdoms and what they really do for the kingdom. So that's really exciting. I also found it really cool that like their, their secret tease was just Luigi running from, <laughs> from, 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 <laughs> from the skeleton Koopas. I was like, bro, this man uh, has, has his own mansion to deal with, with all the ghouls and creepy, creepy critters uh, in the entire Mushroom Kingdom. So I'm excited to see Luigi. Play. He's played by Charlie Day. We also have dude Seth Rogen is playing Donkey Kong. I'm like, what the fuck? There's like, there's so many good vo- like actors in this thing. I want to see it played off uh, correctly, and it feels like uh, uh, Travis like hit the nail right on the head because that moment where, for example, Mario like lands in the Mushroom Kingdom and he's like, "What the hell is this place?" It's not like he's like just straight up go save the princess. He has to go have the entire journey from start to finish. And Bowser actually looks formidable. I was like, "That's Jack Black." What? When he says, I don't think I will. It just like flamethrowers the entire like ice kingdom. I'm like, bro, this is some World of Warcraft shit. I want this. I want this now. <laughs> let, me, let, me ask, let me ask you guys this. Do you want to see spinoffs? Would you want to see uh, a, a Toad movie, like a Chief Toad movie? Would you want to see a Bowser movie, uh, a Luigi's Mansion? Like, would you want them to build a world from this? Question. Animated or live action? Animated. A thousand percent, yes. I want to see Mario on the Olympic Games. Like, I want to see that level of craziness. Like, yes. Dude, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was thinking to myself, if this is that good, and, and if it is good, and they go forward with it, yeah, I definitely want to see it like a Luigi's Mansion, build, build that up. Like, how did he get caught up messing with Ghost? 
yeah. and become a freaking Ghostbuster. <laughs> and um, but if they do um the Olympics, I can also see a possible because I said this way back in one of the pods that where they did a possible crossover. Multiverse. We got Sonic. We got um now we got Mario and stuff like that, and we can see them all come together. Or you can have a thing where Sonic transfers over here, and now mm-hmm. he's animated. And a more animated, like in the way of uh, Mario's design and stuff like that, and they have the Olympic Games, and they go against each other. Who's the who's the best and stuff? And it, it could also lead up to a potential Smash Bros. movie. I'm just yep. saying, it could happen. We we and need that. Not only no, that, but it, it it also opens the door. Though I I like the question because it also it also opens the door not just for um Mario stuff. It it just opens the door for potential like movies from Nintendo. Yeah, like can you imagine they put this same energy into Zelda? Can Bro. you imagine a movie off of Zelda and Link and all the gang, Ganondorf? That would be freaking amazing. Or freaking um, what if what if they did um Mega Kirby, Man bro. or Heck yeah, Mega Heck Man yeah. or freaking Metroid? Samus, bro. Samus, it's essentially like Dead Space. It's so good. You can take it so many different ways. And I think we covered this like way back when we did uh, the coverage on Sonic 2. Like Jeff Fowler and Tim Miller have said like multiple times that like, yeah, uh, if if it if it's able to happen, uh, a Super Smash movie like would be great. And having a Nintendo universe would also be great. And I'm like, okay. This makes sense in an animated context because, for example, we haven't seen the payoff for Detective Pikachu yet, right? So we we got Detective Pikachu and it's like, okay, this is a solid attempt at bringing something like Pokemon that's like super huge into live action, but it's not necessarily like the the most revolutionary story or something we've ever seen. If you're able to to introduce, if you were able to create like a Nintendo multiverse in live in, in in animated movies. You could you could legit bring it back to to like the hype that movies like the original Kung Fu Panda trilogy had the the the, the hype that Shrek had and in my favorite which is How to Train Your Dragon like those movies are still regarded as like some of the best like movies trilogies period like that's it's in some people's top five and like I I genuinely believe that if you're able to land these uh, characters correctly like story wise it can make a ton of sense. Uh, the only issue is obviously like mer- merging them is going to be a little bit tough. Um, but but I, I I'm super excited, a thousand percent down with that one. Oh yeah, and you know I to to that point, I do think it will be tough. But because we saw subspace emissary in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, mm-hmm. it is possible. It is possible to write a great story with all of these all of these characters colliding. So yeah, I I just hope they really do it. Yes, especially with this trend of you know bringing games into other types of media, um, media and platforms like shows and movies is doing real good, and if they see the potential in that, which I just hope that they are thinking of it through story and not just dollar signs. So yeah. that's the biggest thing. Agreed. I totally agree. Uh, there's, I, I think. If if there's a, if if there's a spot for anything else you guys want to cover for sure we can definitely cover it, but I just wanted to let you know I, there's I just got like some I just saw some big piece of news right now. Uh, everybody knows that Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is going to be a cultural reset. It's coming out in November. Uh, we just got some big news that th- there are big reports that Rihanna is coming back from retirement to do two songs for the movie, including the outro. 
So I'm like, oh, she, if she, she again, and I'm, I'm just saying, she's coming up against Kendrick, and 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 I, th I think it was SZA with like all the stars. Yes, bro. Listen, dog. By far, I'll give it also credit to the um, Guardians of the Galaxy, but even then, they already used already mm -hmm. published music. Um, Black Panther had an original soundtrack that I still listen to to this day. A lot of the songs are still used. Um, like you said, all stars in my gym playlist. Uh, That's all my gym playlist. <laughs> exactly. Or the one uh, with um, I'm trying to think that I took it to the penthouse and I freaked it. I forgot uh -huh. that one. I love it. Paramedic, <laughs> Blood in the Water. Um, all those songs are freaking amazing. And now you're potentially getting Rihanna. And here's another thing about the soundtrack that I found interesting. Even though a lot of people like the original soundtrack, some people did criticize it a little bit because they're like, oh, this is amazing. But, you know, this is centered around, you know, African culture and stuff like that. And they kind of virtually had little to no African artist on the original soundtrack. But now they did this this time with the um, Wakanda Forever. And we kind of heard some of it within the, um, with the, re the rendition of No Woman, No Cry. Yep in the teaser trailer and now you're saying rihanna is going to be involved in it oh my god i just wonder what kind of song is it going to be is it going to be like a slow song is it going to be a hype song it's going to be a melancholy kind of song because uh, you know rihanna could do anything so <laughs> I, don't, I just want to get the vibe oh lord that's i mean i thought you're going to talk about the other news about um, mcu about Harrison Ford. Oh, that's also a big one. So, yeah. So, it turns out, unfortunately, while during this whole passing, the actor who played... Um, Thunderbolt Ross. Um, William Hurt, he passed away. Wow. Yeah, he passed away, um, what was it, last year or this Yeah, year? I think it was this, this year. Yeah, this year, I think. So, a lot of people yeah. were asking the question of, is that the end of Thunderbolt Ross? Are they going to replace him? What's the game plan? Especially, you got the whole Thunderbolts and things going forward with that. So, it looks like, and I, I got to get more information. I saw it on Vanity Fair and all that. Mm -hmm. and, and it looks like Harrison Ford is going to be replacing him as the new um, Thunderbolt Ross. Yes. So and he's, and he's going to be showing up in Captain America New World Order 2024. So, which is interesting, which is very interesting. I don't, know how, about that. I don't know how I feel about that because obviously like Harrison Ford is getting up there with age uh, and, and Thunderbolt Ross is meant to be showing up in uh, the Thunderbolts, which is set to happen straight after uh, Captain America New World Order. So obviously, I mean, uh, my man Harrison Ford is collecting franchises like it's like Infinity Stones. So he's already got Star Wars, already got Indiana Jones. Now he's getting the MCU. Uh, I, I'm always nice. It's always nice to see him in the screen. But I, I, I will say I, I question a little bit the 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 plan longevity wise, because even though Thunderbolt Ross is is on the older side and he's a mature gentleman, uh, Harrison Ford is 80. Like, uh, it's, it, yeah, Harrison Ford is 80 years old. So it's it's kind of it's kind of wild. So I I, I'm, I, I think the the easiest solution uh, is to just pull the multiverse route and have like a multiversal version version of Thunderbolt Ross come in. Uh, or just recast him like they did with uh, Anthony Mackie and uh, oh, I, forgot, I always forget his name from Power. Um, Don Cheadle. Da no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Cheadle and uh, I forget, I forget the 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 guy's name that was in Iron Man One. I always forget his name. 
Terrence Howard. Oh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Yeah. How they did, because like they switched it up like on Iron Man 2 like super quick and they just said like, oh, did you get a facelift? And it's like, yeah, yeah, don't. <laughs> I can't yeah, stand they... those. Yeah. It's a, it's the Aunt Viv treatment yeah. from like Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, that, that, it's, I'm glad you made that um, <laughs> reference. That makes a lot of sense when you say it that way. Yeah. That is exactly true. that. It's exactly like that. But yeah, I I, I really like that. So uh, Travis, the uh, Thunderbolt Ross, the thing about that is that like he he ends up becoming the Red Hulk. So like that's 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 crazy. So that's that's why we want like this to work out because the Red Hulk is supposed to to be uh, one of the biggest villains for for the Hulk. And it's I mean, one of my favorites too because he's pretty much like, well, if you can't beat him. Join, Join bro. He's like, if I can't beat the Hulk, I might as well just take the power and do it myself. Wild. Oh, I'm excited for that because I know so little about the Red Hulk. Mm -hmm. But yeah, def definitely the age thing is going to be an issue. I really don't. I really hope everything is okay with mm -hmm. Harrison Ford health wise. I know in casting, they put you through a battery of health tests yeah. and everything else. So he must be really healthy for them to be going forward with this. Hey, and always you you can always rely on that CGI, I guess. Question. Oh, no, no. Not to mention what also worries me with Harrison Ford is that he be he he a pilot, allegedly. <laughs> I say allegedly because every other time I hear this man almost get into a crash. Yeah. While flying his um personal planes and aircraft and stuff, and I'm like, Harrison, stop it! Like we <laughs> get some help. Like, exactly. Get get back to Earth. Put your feet <laughs> on the ground. And so I'm like, so you gotta so you gotta add in the fact that his age and now him doing all these other crazy things. Like, hey man, settle down. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much everything we got for the week. Unless you guys want to cover one last thing after before we go, or is that or is that good? Um. Did I tell you guys that I'm watching um, uh, The Devil's a Part-Timer? Nice! So yeah, okay. Devil's a Part-Timer. Um, I've heard of it so much. Everybody hyped it up, and it was one of those um, anime. Here's one thing I'll tell you about me. I don't want to get into a show or an anime where it has been on hiatus for such a long time, and then you get so attached to it, and then you mm -hmm. end up like wondering if it's going to come back. I'm looking at you, oh, or high um. Um, or high school host club fans. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to experience that. So I try to avoid series that are pretty good. Yeah, they're good, but you don't see them coming back. And one of those was uh, Devil's a Part Timer, and um, pretty much the story is about a guy named um, you know Satan himself, and he's in a land called Anti Isla. It's a, a different universe, and he's ruling over it, and he's trying to take over, and he was about to be stopped by the hero. And he opens a portal trying to escape with his um second in command. And they end up teleporting to our world, the real world in Japan. And he lost all, pretty much lost the majority of his powers. And they're just stuck in Japan as regular smuggler dudes. <laughs> and they're trying to figure out like, what is this world? How can they get out of it? And first of all, they made, I, first of all, I know it sounds weird to say, but they made Satan such a likable character, which is crazy. <laughs> Because um, he's sitting here like, oh, what is this place? And um, he's like, I don't know. The, the language is different. And one of the Japanese police comes up there like, oh, who the hell are these guys? And they're like, oh, probably cosplayers. The jokes is hilarious. They're like, you're probably cosplayers doing some weird cosplay stuff. And then, hey, what are y'all doing? And they're speaking um, a different language. And the dude's like, damn, they're really into this cosplay shit. Hey, can I ask you two to step aside real quick? 
And then they're trying to figure out like, oh, these people aren't aren't obeying my commands and nothing like that. Um, we got to figure out stuff. They get released and like, oh, the sire, my my stomach hurts stuff like that, huh? I guess we need to eat. So so this is thing called money. I don't know what this is. Like <laughs> the devil never like, what? How can? How do we get more money? I know it. There's this thing called a job. We got to figure out what that is. And that's how he gets the job working at this place called McRonald's. No joke. That's McRonald's. <laughs> McRonald's. Oh, no. And um, he is trying to work with a job. He got like a flat and everything. <laughs> He's trying to, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take over this world. I don't know what this world is about, but we're going to take it down the best we can. I'm going to start off by working at McRonald's and then work my way up to the top and then rule this new world and all that stuff. <laughs> And he pretty much has his ambition. And but little does he know that the hero also followed him through that portal. Now the hero's there too. And she's trying to stop him. And he also has to get a part-time job and everything. It's so funny. You're seeing these heroic heroes and people who have godlike powers who lost all of that. And now they have to deal with each other in different ways. It's like, well, I don't have my holy sword to defeat you, Satan. But I am gonna steal your mat in front of your flat, so you don't know where you're getting your key. Is. Like, what? I need that. You know how much a mat costs? Twenty dollars. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. And then I heard that it got a new season, which is the reason why I watched it because it, it mind you, this anime came out in 2014. Never had uh, another season after that until recently. The recent wow. season just came out, I think, last month. Whoa. So. Yeah. And I think the one thing I want to add into all of this is that I like how we're in a new moment right now, especially for anime, where we're even not even just anime, we're just seeing shows and old anime that were set on hiatus coming back. And because everybody and the mother's just like, oh, this will never come back. Bleach is not coming back. Bleach is back. Oh, surprise, shoddy. Exactly. <laughs> Hunter Hunter won't come back. Even, even the manga wouldn't even come back. Hunter Hunter is back. I don't know about the anime yet, but we're we're getting there. Um, same thing with Berserk. Same thing with a lot of these anime and manga series. They're just coming back. And for anime fans, this is great. Now, of course, I can understand people's concerns, especially in the West, because we have this whole problem with nostalgia. We have this weird relationship with nostalgia and can be yeah. either be cool or it can break us, depending on what their motivations are. But for anime, I don't see that necessarily as a bad thing because um, there, there's already series that were already established, but just never got to be finished in an anime format. Right. So when they come back, it's a to me, it's a different meaning. So yeah, I'm definitely liking how we're bringing anime back on all these um, anime that have been left to the side and they're returning. I, I'm living for it. Yeah. And, you know, on that, just to piggyback off what you're saying, I just hope that Yu Yu Hakusho comes back. Yeah, I've been hearing some debate on that. Some people are in the middle about it. Like, oh, we definitely wanted to come back. There's some people who are like, nah, keep it as it is. It was great. And um, I'm in the middle. I, here's the thing. I get why you say that. But for me personally, bring it back. Exactly. <laughs> bring it back now. Bring, bring it back. Did you guys see the, I think it was the anniversary, anniversary episode of Yu Yu Hakusho? I believe it was on, it's either 20th, 30th. Uh, anniversary where they brought back uh, Yu Yu Hakusho with new animation. They did two episodes. One was about Kurama's origin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, right. And then there was another one where it was Yusuke doing one mission as a spirit detective. It looked 
gore. It was bleach level. If they brought it back, <laughs> it's it would it would dish, it would just it would be easily easily top anime of the of the year. They just well, need to do it. Another thing you can do with that is that one people worried about. I would say that yeah, bring it back with a different um with a more up to date animation, but still keep it in the nineties. Yes, so that whole thing. You can make it kind of like a period piece almost. Yes. Like, oh yeah, this is happening. This is happening in the '90s. Still have that '90s feel to it and all that stuff. But yeah, I definitely I can see there's potential in. It. There's potential in. It. I love that. Well, that's all I have on my end. Uh, if 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 you guys are down, we can let the people know where they can find you, uh, and then we can get on uh, and and release this one for the people. All righty, hey guys, I'm Travis the sibling. You can find me at TikTok and on Instagram at Travis the sibling can find me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. I did a reaction video recently um, watching the first episode of Chainsaw Man, and I'm working on two reactions I did of Blue Lock. And uh, yeah, that's where y'all can find me. And you can find me at Tropical Joe uh, during the uh, the current phase. I am, have three YouTube channels. So we got uh, Tropical Joe Shorts, Tropical Joe Gaming, and Tropical Joe the main channel. We can get all of your stuff pop culture in one spot uh but with that said thank you guys so much for supporting us make sure that you go download the pod it really helps us out uh and check out all the amazing things that we have for you uh for the weeb weekly in our other socials including uh, youtube instagram and wherever you decide to consume our amazing podcasts that's another one in the books make sure that you check out uh, uh bet online for uh, all of your um sports betting needs uh, including for football betting, basketball, the latest odds and matchup info uh, and, and game trends are all available on betonline.com. And you can use our code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to, to, to get all of your rewards. So see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.